Welcome to Fostering Creation. We are back with another episode, and with me, I now have my co-host. Hello, I'm Alden Williams. And I'm Barbara Foster. And this is another episode of Fostering Creation. Today, we're going to interview our first interviewee, Alden Williams. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. All right. Let's get on with it. We will be interviewing Alden Williams, as I said. He is a Principia College theater graduate, as was I. Uh, he now lives in L.A. He's an actor. He's dabbling in voice acting and podcast editing. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that description? Uh, yes, I, I'm mainly a, uh, an on-camera actor at the moment, um, and I did a little bit of theater in Chicago. Um, just for everyone's reference, I recently moved to L.A. I've been here less than a year. I spent four years in Chicago after Prynne, which I recommend because it's a much easier city to start out in and figure out some very essential things about this industry before moving to L.A. L.A. is a hard city. Very cool. Well, welcome, co-host. Um, <laughs> Pleasure to be here. My first question is, do you consider yourself primarily an actor, or is there something else? I do. I, so I, uh, frankly, yes. Uh, I, I've got a little bit of context behind that um i'm gonna go way back and i'm going to say that in middle school uh was when i first had my thoughts of what i wanted to be when i grew up it was not acting i wanted to be a physicist i wanted to see um i wanted to know what was possible in the universe before we got there um Things happened in middle school, and I left that school thinking that I could not do math, which is wrong. Anyone can do math. But um, after that, I started thinking more in terms of the arts, because that was something I always had in the back of my head. And first I went to writing, which I think I had some natural ease with. Um, but then I also started doing community theater in Alabama. And I think something that I did not consciously notice, but that I was emotionally more fulfilled by was the fact that um, of all the things I tried, acting made me a better person. It put me in contact with more people. It, it trained me to be more present in situations, to, to feel what was going on better, question mark. And so I went to Prynne. I couldn't really, I couldn't really think of what else to do. And so I just kind of went for that. And afterwards, after Prynne, you get out of college and you realize the entire world still manages to make no sense. And you're like, well, what are you going to do about it? And what I did about it was I looked at the world and said, I need, I need deep knowledge. I need to master something because I can understand the day-to-day -day activities of the world, but I don't really know why anyone's doing things. I need to really dive deep into something. So I was like, well, I will do that with acting. And yes, I, I do consider myself an actor. I, every once in a while, write something. Um, but I, I, I prefer acting because 
it's all the things that were hardest for me. It's all the things that I needed to learn most, and there was no other avenue for me to go about learning them. And I'm still encountering those from day to day. Um, yeah, I, I really consider myself an actor, and I enjoy being one. I want to go ahead and say my story for why I like acting is quite different from any other actor I've met. Most of them, most other actors I've met have very tangible, easier to recognize likes for being an actor. They like being engaging. They like, they like having the audience in front of them. They, they like the glamour. Um, and those are all fine reasons. Um, but in a weird way, I'm, <laughs> I, I like acting because the, the techniques are something I think everyone should have. And because the craft is especially difficult for me and quite a slog to get through oftentimes. And that's why I like it. Um, yes, I have weird reasons for thinking of myself primarily as an actor, but I do. I do. <laughs> I think they're good reasons. Uh, how long did you do theater in uh, Alabama? You grew up in Alabama, right? Oh, I did grow up in Alabama. Alabama, what an interesting state. Um, <laughs> how long did I do theater? I, I did... I, I did not fully pay attention to uh, time when I was younger. So when I say two years, that is a very rough estimate. I think I did community theater two years before going to college you could ask my mom and she could give you she could give you very specific dates um but i cannot i was just there and when it happened it happened um um but i know i was in roughly the same amount of community theater productions that um that number matched up with how many productions i was in at Pritt. Uh, so even though I wasn't trained, I, I did go into print with some confidence, a little experience. Um, yes, and then I did some community theater after print, which, uh, which is a little interesting, but when I got to Chicago, I was just desperate to do anything, so I literally picked anything. Uh, but I have to say, Community theater is really good for communities as a local get-together, a way to see art that would otherwise be highly expensive. Unfortunately for actors, it's not that useful for them. It's fun to do, but it does not advance one's career very much. It, it provides some experience, and I do recommend it for that. But past that, you do have to start looking for things that will pay you. But yeah, so I guess technically three years two years before Prynne, and about one year after. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I think that... Uh, I think that community theater is a good step. Uh, it's not nothing, right? No. It, it's a good step. It it's gives experience, nothing. as you said. Yeah. It doesn't pay you, sure. But uh, some people do community <laughs> theater for a good... A good little bit. Um, it gives them continuous oh, yes. opportunities to practice their craft, right? It does. I think it's it's a, it's any acting experience is good for the actor, especially early on. Um, 
yes, community theater is good for early on acting because you can do you can try you can essentially try what whatever you want um on on a stage and you can perform in front of people and um yes, after that after after about a year in community theater, though, I would say to new actors, feel free to start looking for other opportunities outside of community theater because um, by that point, you've got the experience that you want from that, I think. And you can you are probably ready to look for things that are a little more concerned with uh, business rather than strictly hobby that sound that sounds a little cruel but you're probably ready to try to try new things after about a year of community theater i would say and don't feel afraid to do that sounds like you were ready to try things after a year of community theater so <laughs> that's a good observation um so i i've done what i've met no other actors I've met no other actors who have done what I did in um, Chicago. Um, so I did a bunch of community theater in Alabama. And there's a lot of people who will stick in community theater because they really like it. They, they like precisely where it is, and it's a good niche for them. Um, after college, I did a little community theater, even though it wasn't what I really wanted to do. Um, but then after that, I went into student film work because there's a bunch of uh, universities in Chicago that will output a bunch of student films. And those are also unpaid. And I know a lot of actors who have never touched a single one of those films. I lost count of how many I did in the first year, and I accelerated that number in the years following. And it, didn't, and it was about three years in Chicago that I start apl- started applying for things that offered to pay me. For the record, every actor I met was telling me to apply for things that paid me right out of the gate in Chicago. And I waited about three years for that because I was not confident in myself. I had a lot of growing to do. Um, but yes, I, the, the extraordinary majority of things I have done have been entirely unpaid and there's there's a certain level of a lot of it is inspired and good work but a lot of it lacks the the sharpness of experience and after a while you do miss you do begin to long for the um a little clarity in what it is you're trying to do and how you go about doing it when you say you you mean you I think I mean generally. I, I I am speaking generally. I think I mean generally. I do mean myself. I I am relating my own emotional experience here, and if it's not what anyone else feels, that is fine. But I feel like the more you go in this industry, the more the more you want to sharpen what you do know, and the more you want to try new things. And a big part of the reason why a bunch of actors, fellow actors, were telling me stop doing the student films was not because they didn't pay so much but because it w- it's 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 very difficult to get really good work when you're starting out it's hard to put together a good reel and i'm thinking in actor terms here um because they said it's hard to get a sense of the actual work culture of professional studios because in student films everyone's figuring it out um 
And yeah, I can say that when I started getting some more paid work, things happened faster, things happened with more confidence, and there's tools that even though I had done three, over three years of acting work for, I was running into some basic processes that I had not encountered yet uh, because I had not, I had not availed myself of more professional level work. Okay. Okay, so let's get off of money. I know it's hard, um, but uh, <laughs> what about the theater draws you to it? Oh, besides <laughs> the money. That's, oh, th no, I'm not drawn to theater for money at all. No, <laughs> let me go ahead and say I've talked about money previously. There is... Unless you are a superstar, and these days that means being a Disney star, a uh, child star, and then continuing from there. Uh, unless you are a star, there is no money in this. And do not get into it thinking you will get money. Uh, you will not last long enough to get where you want to go if you're thinking of those terms. Um, um, but what else draws me to theater? Well, I'd like to start first with what I know attracts some other people to it. A lot of people like the attention. How about, it's, can I interrupt for a second? How about you just talk yes. about yourself? Okay. I will hasten to say, my reasons are odd. Again, I... Hmm. What draws you... In the you? beginning... The yes. In the beginning, I did not know. I just knew that I liked it. Um, I liked being in front of people. I liked being engaging. And I like most that the art of acting makes it, ma it makes one's words and one's actions self-evident. You don't it's, it's so easy to be confused by what people do on a day-to-day. -day. But when you meet an artist, an experienced artist, doing their work, it's so easy to see clearly what's going on. Furthermore, the more I delved into being an artist, the more I learned that a lot of the, the, the views of the world are oddly constricting. And, the, and sort of the low-level act of portraying different people every day and just sort of having that level of experience opened my eyes to new ideas. There, um, there's an idea I like that I've been thinking about recently. Is, um, logic is contextual. You can, you can, in solving problems, you can lead yourselves to terrible outcomes because you, because there's often a good chance that you are using logic in a system that is already bad. However, emotion can get around that in a lot of ways by being like, hey, congratulations, you solved the problem, but was it kind? Was it loving? Um, and I started noticing as an actor that if you switch the emotion or if you switch um, what your character's doing in a scene, then the logic automatically fills up and starts solving the next problem. And I love that early on, and I love it now because I feel like there's such a focus in Western culture of being like logic solves all issues and emotion is craziness. 
when in the experience of an actor, actors know a character could do anything at any time, and if you change up how you're doing it, it still works. The logic automatically fills in. And I like that as an artist because it feels like emotion and the the arts of an artist, of an actor, and of a writer, any kind of artist, um, has a more direct line to the multi-directional, multifarious, and different nature of reality, um, rather than um, pure, hard analytics. Um, and I've loved that as an actor. It has allowed me to be more and do more in a number of different situations that I could not have dreamed of when I was younger. And I've loved every minute of that. Awesome. Um, well, I have only one more question. Uh, okay. So, um, is there anything else you would like to say before I ask this question? I'm trying to think. Um, yes, I will reiterate. Um, I love relating my experiences in acting, and I will say, in acting, everyone's story is different. I think mine's a little more different than others sometimes because some of my core reasons for being here are uh, quite different from other actors who are getting work, but that's all I will say. Well, I think that they are pretty similar as because you have a passion for it, regardless of what the reason is, right? You you do have mm -hmm. a passion for it. That's not totally different at all from any other actor. Um, uh, unless they were somehow forced into acting uh, and then <laughs> lose their passion. I think that it most are similar to what you're describing. Anyhow, well, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, my last question. What's your dream job? Or are you doing it? <laughs> uh, uh, this one, uh, and yes and no. Um... My dream job is uh, the, uh, the age-old phrase, I want to be a working actor. I want the equivalent of full-time work being acting um, and maybe a little writing on the side. Um, that is my dream job. I am, I am profoundly lucky to be on my way there. Most people don't, don't ever get to come anywhere close to their dream job. Um, I'm lucky enough to already being paid for my work semi-regularly. Um, yes, this, of all the dreams, as I get older, acting has been the one that stood out more and more, and it's the one I'm on the path towards. So yes, I will go with yes, I am doing it. Awesome, yeah. Uh, so being a full-time actor to you is just acting without uh, any other work? Well, that's a good question, and I know enough about as a I know enough about the world now to know that it will never be that simple, and it would be and it would get boring in a matter of months if it were precisely that simple. 
Um, but that is sort of the next, that is sort of the next imaginable, it is the next imaginable step for me. Uh, when I get there, when I ha when I am doing some, some regular acting work, I, I, I am quite certain that I will see other things I could do, things I could alter, things I could pull back on, things I could go further on. Um, all, all dreams are, con all dreams are both far-reaching yet somewhat contextual, and I know that if I reach that dream, some context will change and my answer will change as well. But for now, that is what I want. It's what I've spent the past five years working towards, and I guess the four years before that in college, but it's felt like the past five years. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for talking with us, Alden. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fostering Creation with interviewee Alden Williams and my co-host. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, Hopefully we'll have some other um, person to interview next, um, but that is uh, to be decided. Um, but stay tuned for our next interview, next episode of Fostering Creation. But for now, from us at Fostering Creation to the creation you cultivate today, have a great day.